Welcome to the Tape Cassette Podcast. I am Jacqueline here to talk to you today about tape organization and how to maintain the wild tapes. So um, today was supposed to be an episode on talking about how I'm trying to fix my cassette player. I ordered a belt replacement and it came in from the UK. I'm in uh, Texas, Austin, Texas. So I thought that it was going to take a while, but it ended up taking a lot longer than it was supposed to. Sometimes international shipments get stuck in customs or they just don't make it. Um, anyway, uh, I, I ordered a belt and it didn't come in. So the person that was selling it sent me another one and it did come in. I forgot it at my desk at work, so I didn't get to work on that project to fix it. Um, hopefully it'll be done by the next podcast episode so I can talk about how you can troubleshoot your cassette players that aren't working to try and bring them back to life. Um, in this case, when I took it apart and uh, pulled everything out from the actual shell, I noticed that the belt was all melted. So I'm pretty sure that's all it needed. Anyway, um, I'll go more in depth with that on the next episode or whenever it is that I have the chance to actually fix that. Um, I do have a, like, I have guests coming in to stay at my home. So every time there's like someone coming in, I end up reorganizing everything. And I'm kind of weird where it's like, I can't just like clean a specific spot. I'm the type of person that has to take everything out and then put it all back in, which might seem counterproductive at points. But today I was kind of going through and starting to organize my tapes. So I figured since I didn't have a chance to fix the player, I was going to talk to you today about tape organization. And most of these tips are going to be from my perspective as a tape label, I guess you could say. It's hard to believe it sometimes, but Tape Cassettes is a tape label. I just happen to be the only artist on it right now. I do have other music projects that eventually will be on the label too, um, but for now it's just myself. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a lot of tapes, and not just tapes that are going to be made into mixtapes or albums, but I also have tapes that I was reselling at one point, and I have tapes that I listen to. So I guess if you're starting off in tapes, or maybe you've been in tapes for a while, uh, I do have five things I would recommend you ask yourself to figure out how you are going to organize your tapes. That is if you want to. I've also seen people who have, like, bins of tapes, and they don't, they have, like, Maybe they do have an idea, but it looks like it would be unorganized, but someone's organization might be making sense in their head versus what visually looks like it might not make sense. So I guess the first question you want to ask is, how do you normally organize? So this is a kind of a personal question, and you can answer it for yourself, but uh the easiest way to organize something is to kind of figure out how you normally would organize it. And even if you don't like how you would normally organize it, you can look up ways to kind of fix how you would and what you would prefer to do. 
Um, the other thing to take into consideration is what type of space do you have for your tapes? Um, not everybody likes to have them on the wall. Um, maybe you don't have a lot of space. I know that some people that live in uh, major cities will have less space than they would like in the outskirts of a major city like the suburbs. So taking into consideration how much space you have also helps. Um, a third question that you can ask yourself is how much time you have to do your organization. In my case, I had very little time. I feel like there's always very little time, but there's plenty of time to do things, just very little time at times. So uh, consider how much time you have to organize your tapes. Um, that could basically determine whether or not you're going to categorize things, put them in alphabetical order, maybe genre order. Uh, if it's anything like my record collection, it's probably just in some random order that I know and that if anyone walked up to, they just wouldn't be able to find anything. <laughs> Because that's, like, the reality of it. It's somewhat organized in genre. Um, so, with the tapes, kind of figure out um, how much time you have to organize everything. Uh, another thing that you want to ask yourself is what type of tra tapes do you actually have? Um, that kind of is important, too, because if you're... If you got tapes that are music tapes that you listen to, um, you might want to put those in a different spot than the ones that are blank. Um, maybe you want to have your mixtapes that you received from people in a specific spot. Um, that's all going to kind of play into the organization aspect of it is what type of tapes you have. And then the uh, last part, which I always bring up with any type of list I have for do-it-yourself, is what is your budget? So, like, how much do you want to spend on organizing? And then from there, um, goes back to time. So, like, if you don't have a big budget and you have plenty of time, you can create things or come up with systems that are inexpensive and kind of more do-it-yourself. So, um, for me, I have a space that's dedicated to kind of, it's like a bonus area, but most of the music stuff happens there. Um, the recording, if I'm doing a live stream, it'll be in that area as well. And that is where my records are and my tapes. Um, majority of the tapes are in there. Uh, the type of space I have, like, it's kind of limited, so I don't have the space to be putting a bunch of tapes on display. So a majority of my tapes are set up. Like, I have a couple massive bins where they're all tapes that I don't normally listen to that I either plan to resell. Um, there was a while where I was doing conventions and I would resell at the conventions, but the opportunity cost of spending an entire day or two at a convention to flip a couple cassettes and you're paying for a booth ended up not being worth it. Um, so a lot of that is inventory that I'll eventually put back online. Um, but right now it's fine in the bins. Um, doesn't take up much space because they're pretty packed inside of kind of like a larger clear bin and sometimes I do go in there to listen to some of the tapes I have um my other tapes so the ones that I listen to the most I have it's very cute little it looks like a little baby suitcase like a little mini suitcase and I think it holds about six per side so 12 total I want to say maybe 
maybe it's less or more than that. I might, I don't have the exact number in my head right now, but I put the tapes that I listen to the most often in there. And those are usually kept in my bedroom. Um, it's kind of like the music that I'll listen to to chill out. Um, definitely have Guardians of the Galaxy mixtapes in there, which is like such a cliche cassette to have, but I really like soundtracks and I really like those two soundtracks. I don't care if it's uh, a very common cassette purchase these days, but, um, so that's like the mini suitcases in my room. Those are the ones that I listen to the most. Then I have, um, I don't know if anyone that's listening to this has been, or if you've been to a place called Peaches, but there's a record store and they sell tapes there as well. That's called Peaches. And growing up, that's where I would go to get my tapes and records when I was a kid. And uh, recently I went to a record store. This isn't actually recent. It's like, it's probably been over a year. Because uh, I think I had the same thing when I was living. It was probably well over a year. Because it was when I was living at my first place in Austin. So I bought a crate. It's much like you would have a record crate. There's crates for cassettes. And I have a cassette crate, um, just one of them, that was from the store Peaches. And when I bought it, I was, like, so excited to find it there. It was at Breakaway. And when I checked out, the girl's like, uh, you know this is for tapes, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know it's for tapes. I'm buying it because I have tapes. <laughs> it was kind of like, I know what this is, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for being my cassette and record guide to tell me that this was to hold cassettes in it. But I, I obviously didn't uh, make the jokes that I'm making now to the person. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting me know. And kind of like in my head, I'm like, I already know what this is. I don't need you to explain it to me. What do you think? I'm some kind of idiot. <laughs> um, that's just the internal monologue that you're now hearing, which there's a throughout the whenever I go to a record store or cassette store, there's a lot of internal monologue, <laughs> like 90 percent of the time I'm thinking stuff in my head that I would never say out loud. Well, at least in the moment. Like, I don't mind saying it loud out loud later. So, like, one of the things, now that, now that I just opened up the uh, Pandora's box of going to cassette and record stores, um, one of my pet peeves is, well, let's just put it this way. If you're going to the gym and you get on a treadmill and there's, like, 20 treadmills available... And, like, you're the only one there, and someone walks up, and they park their tread... They go on the treadmill right next to you. You're, like, looking at them like, yo, there's, like, 20 of them here. And you decide to work out right next to me with 20 machines available. What it, What's up with that? That's how I feel at cassette and record stores. Um, if I'm, like, in a section, and no one is in, like, no one is even in the store, it seems like. It's just me and the person behind the counter. And then all of a sudden, people out of the woodwork come up, and then they're in your little bubble, and I'm like, okay, you could go in another area. So that's kind of, like, one of my little, like, why does that happen? So I have my theories on why it happens. Um, tends to happen more, I don't know if this is a reality or not, but it's it tends to happen more, I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't see it happen to... Uh, guys so much um so I think it might be because there's like only one female in a room full of men but that's also 
neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. But it just so happens to be a coincidence if it's not a thing. Um, but it is. It it does is like it gets me where I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm I'm crate digging here. I'm looking at the tapes here. Why do you need to be next to me? And then, especially when it's the tape section, because they're usually not that big of a section to begin with, and they're like all up in your space. But I will say this: when I do go thrifting, uh. Most of the people that go thrifting where I go, and I haven't been in a while, so now I have an itch to go, um, all of them know that I collect tapes, so they will, like, hand me the tapes, which is kind of cool. So that's the flip coin of it. But I always uh, I always have internal monologues when I'm at cassette and record stores. And a lot of it is also, like, the music that's playing, I'll, I'll have monologues about that, um, or dialogue to myself. Anyway, um, back to what we were talking about here, which was um, the little tape crate. Um, so the tape crate is super cute. Um, was a real nostalgic purchase because that would totally be how I would shop at that store. Like you, you basically grab a crate, fill it up, and then go home and listen to the stuff that you've collected. Um, I have other tape carrying cases. Um, my most recent tape carrying case that I got is almost like a little, I don't, I don't want to say suitcase because it's like hard shell. The one that I was talking about before is kind of like plastic and cardboard, not as hard shell, but I did go to an estate sale and I ended up getting a bunch of Jimmy Buffett cassettes, which like seems kind of random, but I'm from Florida area, so it's not so random. It's a little more precise than not. Um, I just like listening to his music because it reminds me of vacation. <laughs> like, Jimmy Buffett music equals vacation. And the other day I even tweeted, like, I woke up singing Margaritaville. <laughs> and I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> so, like, in my head that was what was playing. Uh, anyway, so at this estate sale, I, I picked up these Jimmy Buffett tapes and I had, I had six bucks in change, or I don't even know the exact amount, but I bought a tape deck and I got these Jimmy Buffett tapes and they had like this little carrying case for the cassette, so I picked it up. Um, I haven't used it. But the guy, he kind of, like, just threw it in. He's like, yeah, take it, whatever. It might have been eight bucks for the, I don't know the exact amount. But it was, like, it was cheap. It was, like, less than ten bucks. The tape deck's nice, too. It had a remote. Um, so that was kind of, like, another acquired uh, cassette case. Um, another, th so, like, okay, to go back, because I just went on, like, four tangents. So... The little mini suitcase is in my bedroom that has the commonly played stuff. The peaches crate is stuff that I rotate and use. Um, the other carrying cases I don't use so much, but they're there. Um, probably will sell them at some point because I don't really like use them as much as I probably could. Um, and then... Another thing that I found, and this most of the cassette cases I found through thrifting, the exception would be that Peaches Crate, because that was in, like, immaculate condition. Like, it literally... And, and it was one from Miami, too, which was even cooler, 
because I'm I'm from the South Florida area. Um, but that one I would have I I don't think I would have found that one in such a pristine condition at a thrift store. Um, very unlikely to find that. What I do find are I don't know how to describe them, but they're kind of like um, it looks like a little box, um, and most of the time there'll be three little drawers that pull out and the tapes go in those drawers. And I have quite a few of those that I acquired at, once again, at, um, the thrift store. And those are freaking awesome. And I put, uh, inside of those, I put a lot of my blank tapes that I need to record on. Now, I have, uh, for blank tapes, I have quite a few. So, now that we kind of went over where the regular stuff is going, I'll kind of go over where my blanks go. So, um, in this little wooden box, um, I have blank tapes that are mixed, that are either for individual mixtape swaps, or they're blank tapes for recording field recordings, which was a previous episode, um, and sometimes they're for limited batch releases. So, um, sometimes I'll buy, I love using 30 minute cassettes because it's like the perfect little snippet of a mixtape for me. So I'll buy random packs of 30 minute mixtapes or just like blank tapes and I'll turn them into mixes. So what I'll do is like, I'll find, let's say I get a a box and I have like five red ones. So I'll do a limited release of those five red ones. And I have them organized by color, uh, depending like, so like just using five as a red as an example. So if I have five red, I'll put all five red inside of a shell inside of there. And those are available. Then I have a larger, not as large as the ones that like, so like, I don't even, I should have, I should have come up with sizes to tell you exactly how big. Um, but I have like, I would say, I think they're called like gallon boxes, but like, it's like a clear bin. And I like the clear bins that have the little snaps that they kind of seal them, close them. Um, so that plastic bin will have all the blank tapes that are for specific releases. So like Alice in Wonderland, or it's actually Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, is a mixtape that I'm making. And that, sorry, I just like hit the microphone. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) So if you hear a loud bang, that is why, but I'm also 19 minutes in, so I'm not about to delete this episode. Um, So like the cassette cases that or, like, the the bin has all the blank tapes that are for releases. So, the Alice's Adventures in Wonderland release is all in that bin. Um, I have, like, a couple Space Cadets left over, but those are probably not going to sell because I have to keep some of my originals. Um, Lesson learned with Apollo 11 because I have literally one blue tape left. I have some reserve of the gold tape, but there's not many, like... I accidentally, um, 
so one person on Twitter was like, hey, um, I want to get whatever. So I put an Apollo 11 up for them and then somebody else snagged it. And I'm like, no, that was my reserve for that person. But it's okay because that other person was cool, too. They've been following me. So I'm like, okay, I can't get mad. That person's cool, too. But I'm like super limited on them. Like I, I, I save some specifically in case of emergency of someone needing them. Um, but anyway, back to the topic at hand, um, the bins have the cassettes that are blanks and they're for the upcoming releases. Um, I have so much duplication going on right now too, that my brain is spinning from that, but it's okay. Cause I did it to myself. So, um, another big tip I have is instead of organizing your tapes and then your shells because like when I buy stuff the tapes and shells are separate I definitely 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 recommend just putting the tapes in the shells and storing them in the shells because why are you gonna take up double the amount of space when you could just combine the two because they're gonna be combined anyway so that's a big tip I have and if you're even smarter when you're ordering it you'll order the exact amount of what you need. So if I, for example, with the Halloween tape and with the Alice tape, I ordered the exact number of tapes I needed and the exact number of shells I needed for the tapes. So they both came in at the same time. And then today what I did was I consolidated everything because that's what happens when you organize. Um, so all the shipment that came in, I took the tapes out of the tape box and put them into the shells because they come in normally like a tape or from where I order from. Um, all the tapes come in a little box by themselves and then they have a separate box for the shells. But if I own organization, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to take up double the amount of space. I'm just going to combine the two. Um, so that's like a big organization hack. I don't know if you want to call it a hack because it's not really hacking anything. It's just these two fit together. Why not store them together? And then I am really big on labeling. I have a label maker, but, um, specifically I really, really liked when I was, like, trying to duplicate when I came up with the, with the, um, sticker system, because, like, today, for example, I was organizing everything and doing the duplications, and then I decided I am going to duplicate while I'm cleaning, and it's hard to remember when you're doing different tasks what you did on a tape, so if I've already tested it, it automatically gets a green sticker, and then the stickered cassettes all go in the corner, and then once I um, am finished doing whatever tasks I'm doing while duplicating, I'll go and then assemble everything. And that's actually another tip if you really want to get organized. If you're doing your own cassette, like, let's say you were doing your own uh, cassette label where you're, like, an artist making your own cassettes. Um, if you really, really, really want to get ahead of the game, you can make your J cards and put them into the sleeves so like put them in the jewel case and put the tape in the jewel case and that's also where your stickers come in handy because you'll be like oh this has a green sticker on it that means it's done um and then of course if it's blank 
then that means that it needs to be recorded on. So that is the main uh, part of today's topic. And if I come up with more ideas on this, I shall let you know. It was also brought to my attention that in the episode notes, which I didn't even think about episode notes, but um, I am going to either try to... I don't want to say that I'm going to transcribe these because it's a lot of talking. And my spelling is horrible. That's why I'm talking to you right now. Because my I would do blog posts and I can, I can write, but I also have really bad grammar. But I'll try to see if I can do like an episode recap or something on the tapecassettes.com website. And then um, if I mention anything with like where you would need a website link for it, I'll try to put it on there. That's probably not going to happen today because there's so much going on right now. But if it's going to happen, I'll keep you all posted. But I think that might be, that was feedback given to me today. And I always appreciate feedback, um, especially when it's something that I might not be aware of or like that in particular was kind of helpful because I'm sure some of you want to either see or um, have some of that so you can look at it. I've also thought about recording the podcast, but they're done in my closet. So I don't know if you want to look at my closet (laughs) and me in my closet talking to you right now. Um, it's just that the sound is a lot better in here, and then, like, the rest of my household can do the household things while I'm in here in the closet. Um, that's pretty much it. If I do decide to do that on the website, also, you can always visit tapecassettes.com. That is a website that is owned by me, and this tape podcast is named after the website (laughs) and also the label, So that is all. I hope you have an awesome day, night, or parallel universe time, whatever it is that you're doing right now, and have an awesome one.